GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. Lincoln Red Imps were in Kosovo to take on FC Balkany. We heard from striker Lee Gassiaro and I discussed their UEFA Europa Conference League third qualifying round with Stefan Borge. Can a summer camp improve a young person's confidence and help them develop life skills? A group of teenagers I spoke to certainly thought so. Dalium Ruiz, Matt Trewala, Charlie Rogers and Luna Lee have been taking part in a summer camp with the charity Cycle. Change your energy, change your life. It was lovely to speak to them. And 13 local bands are set to perform at a crowdfunded music festival at the Piazza next month. The Gibraltar Sound Festival is being organised by the Musicians Association and Stephen Bellillo and James Gulato joined me to tell us more. But first, the fair will open on Saturday the 19th. All rides will be priced at £3 and there's lots of entertainment planned at the Family Pavilion, as my colleague Cristina Cortez reported. So we have the details of what's in store, which, as you say, opens not this Saturday, but the one after. It'll open at seven that evening at the Rook site, as previously, and we've got the full programme of events for the Family Pavilion. So there'll be something every night from Saturday the 19th to Sunday the 27th. That's nine evenings of live entertainment from nine every night. Uh, and it starts off with local band Waves, and there's a lot more to come Ooh, with performances. Good. Yeah, um, Yeah, so lots of local artists, yeah. Um, performances including Thrifty Malone, who we've just heard, as well as Gamper, Tiffany Ferrari, uh, rendition singers and more. There's also lots of performances by dance groups. And there's theme nights, so Ultimate 80s, ABBA Party, The Good Old Days, which is organised by MAG, and more. And obviously the Family Pavilions, also you can find food and drink. They've, uh, Jordan Lopez of Jib Media told me they've worked to keep prices low. Uh, and affordable and it's actually his 10th year of organising the fair um, Jib Media's 10th year something he told me he was very grateful for It's been incredible I mean we've loved it we've uh, done so many things and it's changed so much you you tend to just think that you're doing the same thing year on year but actually when you go back and look at the images especially, especially from 10 years ago you see how much Gibraltar has changed and how the fair is changing and you sort of dig deeper into how much history there is with the fair and uh, I mean you can find some images from the fair going back to 1913 which is Pretty incredible. Uh, and really, you notice what a deep-rooted history the fair has with Gibraltar. And it's such a pleasure to, be, uh, to have been uh, sort of trusted to run the Family Pavilion for the last 10 years. So we're very grateful. Jordan Lopez of Jib Media, who are doing the uh, Family Pavilion for the 10th year in a row. Amazing. Yeah, incredible. And uh, so that, that's obviously the Family Pavilion, the entertainment. They're also in charge of the food. But then there's also the rest of the fair, which is the rides, the stalls, many of which are run by charities, the games and everything else. Again, the prices will be uh, set at £3 for all rides. So uh, cultural services, they say, they're controlling them to keep them uh, uh, affordable. And there's also measures in place to ensure the fair is accessible. So there's a sensory-friendly time between 7 and 8.45 every evening when the lights will be switched off and the sound will be lowered for people with autism, epilepsy, visual and hearing impairments. And you can also people can also use their fair easy access pass or as of this year, their disability information card. Present it at the head of the queue for an attraction and you'll be secured a seat or you can show it at the ticket box if there isn't a queue. Exciting. And it all happens uh, as from next Saturday. Will you be there, Chrissy? Yeah. Are you uh, a, fair, <laughs> a fan of the fair? I don't think I go on that many rides anymore. To be honest, but... <laughs> young at heart. Young at heart. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you for bringing us those, uh, those details, Christina. Looking forward to it. I know my children are for sure. Always, always a fun week. 
And uh, we're going to talk now about uh, an exciting announcement that the Music Association um, has made. 13 local bands set to perform at a crowd-funded music festival. It's going to happen at the Piazza next month. And um, the association's Stephen Berlillo and James Culato join me now. Good afternoon, gents. Um, Exciting news, no? You must have been cooking it for a while, no? We've been talking about it for a few years, actually. Um, I thought this is the year we, we should do it because we lack of a festival. Everyone is craving for one. We've seen comments in social media saying that we want a festival. Uh, many comments about local bands. So our point is, let's let's try it out. Let's see if people actually turn up and support local music, which I think they normally they do. Uh, it's our chance, and I think we should take it. So now let's see how it goes. I think it's going to go really well. Uh, James, uh, w- what are the musicians feeling like? They're, they're excited about this. Yeah, everyone I've spoken to is very excited to to perform. I mean, it's in the it's in the heart of town, and it's uh, it's a, a great area to get a lot of like uh, walking traffic. I suppose you know people aren't going to have to pay, so they can come and go as they please. And I think there's. Um, genres for everyone's taste and i think everyone's just really looking forward to to getting up and playing and and seeing seeing what it's like this is i mean it's kind of like a national day concert or a summer nights concert but just on a on a longer sort of scale you know it's it's, yeah. it's an all-day event an all-day uh, so on the 16th be... just a few days after yeah, yeah, national yeah, yeah. day so the people that play the first couple of hours could be playing to completely different people to the ones that are there in, in the evening. It won't be the same crowd all day. Well, mm. I hope it is, but it, it that would be works. amazing. No, if you could get yeah. people to stay there yeah. all day. Um, okay, so so this is going to happen at the Piazza John McIntosh Square. Um, have you you guys have done a few gigs there before? Um, what's it been like? Well, that, we did the May Day there. It's a different kind of gig. This is going to be until late at night. So it's I think it's a perfect square. It's a beautiful square. We're going to have the stage facing the City Hall. Um, we need to use that square. I, I think it's a perfect size for the, the event that we want to do. Um, it's the, the pictures are that we, we always have good photographers with us, no? so the pictures are going to be really cool as Iconic, well. So that no? we promote the brought on itself as well. James, so you wanted to come in, James? You, you think it's a good venue? Yeah, I think also it's it's the it's a great place for for tourists to come in and experience the live music of Gibraltarian artists. Um, like Stephen was saying, no, it's a way of promoting Gibraltar, and as you know, uh, as a as a frequent traveller myself in in previous years, I love seeing live music in in the uh, streets, and I think this is going to be a great example of that. And there are more and more local acts, and, and you guys are doing a great job as the Musicians Association of celebrating them and getting them heard. Youngsters, um, uh, you know, really sort of coming up and, and showing their, their skills off to, to uh, you know, hundreds of people. Uh, you must be quite proud about how the Musicians Association is maturing. Yeah, we're really happy about that, especially about the young musicians. Yesterday, for example, we had three performing in Caleta and another three performing... In my wife, six musicians that normally wouldn't have performed. In one day? In one day. (sighs) Uh, And we have the support for Seawave and my wines, obviously, that take the risk. Because they haven't heard it, they trust us. And the quality (laughs) of the musicians are really good. Yeah. So they're really happy. That's the first thing you say. They're really happy with the the quality. 
and not only because they're young, they're, they're, they're really good. And some of them comes from trained from Gampa as well, so mm. they have the technique as well. And they do a really good job. And they're, and they're bringing sort of the freshness that comes with youth. No, I mean, I've heard them sing some songs which, for example, my daughter, who's eight, would recognise, you know, which yeah. probably she wouldn't if you were on stage, James. No, I, no, no totally, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's great to see the younger generation coming up and performing the songs of, of their peers, I suppose. No? And whereas we all grew up uh, with cover bands playing Safe Tonight and Mr. Jones. Uh, I, I don't know what the current, Mr. Jones. The current <laughs> examples of that are now, but I'm sure that there are <laughs> quite a few songs. I think Stephen's well Billy placed as, as a father. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is good. Billy Eilish is good. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Okay, so um, speaking about live music, I know that uh, you, Stephen, um, were at uh, a gig last night yeah. uh, in La Linea Manu Chao. What was that like? That was amazing. That was <laughs> one. Well, it's just sold out. Eh? On a Wednesday night, it was packed. It's, it, it, the town center was packed at seven o'clock. And a lot of Gibraltarians as well. Eh? Yeah, I well, recognize a lot of people there. It's a very well known act. And it was three musicians, and they did a fan- <laughs> an acoustic set, no? It didn't acoustic feel like an acoustic no, set. Yeah. It was all out. It was so good. Always sing with so much passion, and 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 they're sort of they're, they're, they're very like tuned into politics, and also they always have those messages that they want people yeah, to celebrate. Vibes. But it's, very positive, yeah. It's it, it was it was brilliant, and the venue, the the new venue they have in the Bullring is is just amazing. It's a fantastic event. Excellent, right, um, gents. Let me ask you. Let me put you on the spot. I mean, you said it's a great venue, um, not just last night uh, in La Linea, but but um, you think that the Piazza is, is a great venue. Will it be a venue that allows the gig to run into the night? Because you're planning on going from early afternoon until what one o'clock? When are we going to get our license? So that that's we what can you're run. hoping. No? Well, um, we have to tick certain boxes. And I'm sure we, we, as a community, we need to evolve. Um, I, like, like I said, I went last night to La Linea and you see the, the work that they are doing there. And we should be doing the same. We should be attracting tourists. We should be uh, making sure that our town is busy before a gig. And we should be attracting these names here. Obviously, they make money out of it. So it's, it's not that they lose money. They're making money. They are selling out every gig and we, we we need to do something similar because we cannot continue the the this culture of cancelling everything i'm sure that's how we went we'll go through until the time that we need to stop we are normally quite reasonable we never had a concert like this in piazza so you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna make it unnecessarily loud no well it's a concert it's gonna be as loud as a concert could be we we take care of the sound we have fresh entertainment as well who understand our policy, um, and we work also with guitar. They're gonna hopefully are gonna be there, but we always provide um, the the ear. We never go unnecessarily over the dB. Yeah. Uh, we're very very conscious about that. It's something that at all mag events yeah. we keep it very comfortable. I mean, I think uh, when we had the Jesse Tree gig a few weeks back, and we had one last Saturday, one of the main talking points was how it wasn't too loud you know and you were able to have sure. conversations with people and you didn't come out of there with your ears with, ringing exactly <laughs> and as a musician i can tell you that there's no worse feeling 
than waking up with your ears ringing. It's horrible. Yeah, and, yeah. And nobody we don't, wants We don't it. want anyone to go through that. Yeah, and, and now there's increased awareness, as you say, with Gita about yeah. tinnitus, and and you don't want that. But the concert will be as loud as it needs to be so that it functions properly. Hombre, uh, ambiente va bien. Ambiente. Yeah. So we we ask the neighbors to please not complain, que bajen pavado. And have a drink with us and enjoy local music. This is about local music and enjoying uh, uh, the, the local talent that we got, embracing it. Uh, and, and for those who have, haven't seen some of the bands, go down and, and you will be impressed. Yeah. Okay, well, before we get to um, hearing a bit of music from a local band, uh, crowdfunding, w what's this about? How okay, <laughs> we need help. Um, we, we can. We could fund the event, but that means that we wouldn't have any more money in our pot. <laughs> so we need help from from the community, and the way we're going to ask the community to help is to donate via buytickets.gi for every five pounds. You enter a draw to win a four hundred pound guitar, which is a good deal actually. And we're also asking for sponsorship. We need to cover six thousand pounds. We already got half the target, so we need that extra little bit. And we make the event happen. Musicians are not getting paid. We are all doing it because we want to reach that target. And all the profits made will go towards um, the new premises that we got, which needs a lot of work and a lot of money. So we are hoping to use our funds for that and not for, for this. Yeah. Very exciting. So this is the Gibraltar Sound Festival happening on the 16th of September. Check out the Musicians Association of Gibraltar on social media um, for updates in, in the coming days and weeks. And it is match day for Lincoln Red Imps. They're in Kosovo. They'll play FC Balkany. It's the Europa Conference League's third round, uh, third qualifying round. Uh, of course, Lincoln um, ha have gone there after uh, having lost in the UEFA Champions League qualifiers. And um, broadcaster and football fanatic Stefan Borge is here. Um, Stefan, Kosovo, a tough place to travel. The atmosphere could be quite hostile. Yeah, you would uh, imagine so. Um, just well, a couple of weeks ago, really, Europa, another one of the local sides who are in action in European competition in the first qualifying round of the Europa Conference League, they travelled to Kosovo as well to play the, to play the team. Um, Dukagini, that finished fourth in the Kosovo League last year. It was an extremely tight affair. Um, I didn't see the away leg, I did see the home leg, and, and I, I heard from... Um, from Europa staff that it was a, a similar in, in the sense that it was a, a heated affair. Now, actually, across... A quite feisty. Yeah, players, a, a, Kosovo. Acro across both games, there was um, something remarkable, like uh, something like 40, 40 minutes of, of added time across... I mean, if you, if, if, you, if you accumulate the added time in both the first leg and the second leg, it, that was the the amount that, um, that was added on, and the, the amount of like injury stoppages and time wasting and that kind of thing. So that's, it, that's, that's a lot. Yes, for there people was, who don't follow football, yeah, that's unprecedented. There was th isn't it, three really? red cards here in the in the match yeah. in Jib as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. Obviously, I, I'm not a, a, an expert in Kosovan football. The team that Lincoln Redims are playing today, they won the Kosovan League last year by by three points. This isn't the first time Lincoln are playing the Kosovan champions. Um, I think it's important to point out. Um, 2019, they played the Drita, who are Kosovan champions. Uh, the season before, they played Drita in the uh, Champions League qualification match. They lost that one 4-1 after extra time. And in 2021, they played Pristina, 
who were also Kosovan champions when they played them, and they won that match 3-0 at the Victoria Stadium. Lincoln won Lincoln won that match 3-0. So, so uh, there's a chance. Yeah, there, no, there is. Um, uh, like I say, it's uh, I can't sit here and tell you I know the ins and outs of uh, Balkany and how they're going to set up. Uh, just looking at their most recent results, they beat Lan 7-1, the Northern Irish side, so... Uh, pretty that's a very convincing very one. convincing although it's worth noting that um, uh, Albion Ramani who was involved in five of the seven goals for Balkany in that game is no longer with them he was signed by a Romanian club since okay. so they won't be having him again I, I can't tell you I've watched um, him Ramani play week in week out but if, you, if you've scored five of the seven goals you've had an input in five of the seven goals you must be an important player for the team yeah, I would imagine course. so he's going to be a big loss for them okay. I would think so um, it's it's two legs, no? So they play away in Kosovo, yep. and, and then they they have to come back to the Victoria Stadium. I mean, what what do you think would be uh, a good result for Lincoln? I think losing by one goal. I, again, don't want to sound like pessimistic here, but I I I think looking at their results again, this team were in the Europa Conference League group stages last year. They got some good results against some established sides like Sivasspor from Turkey. They beat them, for example. Um, at home, so I think wow. if, I think if Lincoln c- can keep to tonight's game to a one goal deficit, I, I honestly believe here at Victoria Stadium we've said this man- many a time, haven't we? Gibraltar teams just aren't used to coming to play here in the artificial pitch, and as well, it's going to be a time I, I know similar to to I know you discussed it with Hossamadi, um, the home side to have the decision of what time they can put that game, and I know Lincoln will put that game. Uh, I'm pretty sure at a five. 5.30 in the afternoon just so the heat I know no one likes to play in the heat <laughs> yeah. but maybe a slight advantage there right. again um, there are as in the, the yeah. Gibraltarian players exactly, uh, yeah. local club yeah, players will be to, more used yeah, to training yeah. in that weather yeah the home crowd as well there are things I honestly think if they if, if they if they can draw tonight for example I think they're in a great position I I've, I believe they can they can win here at the Victoria Stadium I've seen Lincoln enough times here to know they're a completely different team at home um, and 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 yet it's all about t- t- today keeping keeping giving them a chance into the second leg. I'd say Lee Gassiaro reflecting from Kosovo uh, on the preparation uh, ahead of that Europa League match and um, and also on on their chances. The preparation has gone really well. We've been here a couple of days already, getting used to the climate. Uh, obviously, playing on grass and um, having trained on the actual football pitch uh, which is not in very good conditions for today's game but like I said it's, it's an important um, game we have later tonight the team's really up for it and hopefully we can get the results and take back to Gibraltar yeah it would be great if they could get a draw yeah, yeah I mean uh, Lee Cassiad is always confident because yeah. that's in his nature yeah. and um, I, I was surprised to see that, that he started the last uh, European game no because he's he's 41 now if I'm not mistaken I think you're right yeah I think yeah. he is 41 so I mean you know it's just a number age is just a number but if you look at competitive football yeah. you, there aren't that many 41 year olds no. playing top flight um, football, but he he keeps very well and and he trains very hard. Um, Roy Garcia, um, Roy Chipolina, I mm. expect will also be involved. I I, mean, I don't know the ins and outs of, of the team years. I know Roy didn't play the last two games against Karabag. That was um, I think going back three weeks now. So he might have. I presume that was down to injury because I didn't see him in the squad list. So I presume that was that was something to do with injury. So I don't know if he's managed to recover from that. So I, I can't say for sure. I imagine um, Lee Casiado. You, as you quite rightly said, he started the second leg in Karabag. Didn't start the first leg, but he did start the second leg. Came 
came on in the first. You can you can tell that the Lincoln manager um, has uh, and quite quite understandably um, holds Lee Casiano in, in in high regard. No, he he of course doesn't doesn't have the pace he did when he was the. Um, in his 20s and early 30s yeah. when he scored that goal against uh, Celtic. Celtic that was incredible yeah. wasn't it he scored that f- infamous goal for Gibraltar against Scotland forever forever a local football <laughs> legend and uh, the longer he can he can continue I think the, the more he'll cement uh, that yeah. status and no I, I think that's, that status is already cemented but the more we, we can enjoy him no because um, just like anything in life uh, eventually we'll probably look back and think oh I remember when Lee Cassiano used to play for Gibraltar yeah I watched him uh, live yeah, many yeah, times yeah. so uh, the, the longer that him and Roy I think can, can, can play football at this high level I'm just delighted to see them both there really Good afternoon to Matt Trewella Dalian Ruiz Charlie Rogers and Luna Lee how are you all? We're good Very good thank Very you. well thank you thank Yeah you. Good Very Okay nice. excellent and, and we're, we're talking to you because you, you've um, you've been part of an initiative for 12 to 15 year olds so, so you're in that age bracket Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking 14 <laughs> 13 no, no, 15 none of no. us are no? none of us are over 13 no, none of you are over 13 my yeah. goodness yes. so so the the <laughs> confidence that you've <laughs> taken from this camp makes you seem even older than you actually are i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's lovely to have you you've been doing um a, a, a summer camp uh, with change your energy change your life which uh, hopefully our our listeners uh, and viewers will be familiar with. It's uh, it's a great project, a a great charity, uh, and they've been helping you to build your confidence and develop life skills. Who who wants to tell me a little bit about the sort of activities you've been doing? I'll do. So, in the first week, it's, um, you have to, in the first week, you, it's basically a, uh, activity week you basically we go to work we go to a place called Wakana Lake and we do activities such as kayaking um zip lining how cool yeah that's sounds it, fun it was very, <laughs> very scary Luna's saying it was scary as well yes it was very scary <laughs> it's very high it was like four or five meters I think off the ground um <laughs> it was <laughs> Matt is Matt is wondering whether Dalium's um, uh, exaggerating a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he's under exaggerating. Oh, under really? So, yes. so it was even higher than that. Yes, we'd probably say about eight, maybe twelve meters. Oh wow, that is high up, yes. eight or twelve meters. Um, okay, and 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 so it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and and what would you say about the the organisers, the cycle charity? To be honest, I love cycle. It's been less than two weeks I've been with them, and I already love every monitor. <laughs> and the monitores in Wakana was very nice. And Deto, I would like to thank them all if Excellent. I see them thank, again. Thank you, Dalian. And, and um, uh, yeah, please put yes. pull the microphone closer. Matt. I was going to say special thanks to Leah, the project manager, and Christina, the operations manager, for making all of this possible. Thank you so much. It's uh, very nice of you to to do that. Let's um, let's bring in Charlie. Charlie, what what were the things that you enjoyed most? Um, the things I enjoyed most during this are probably what we are currently doing, as a business project where we have to make our own business to raise money for charity. That's very exciting. And what I also enjoyed the kayaking in Wakana. And tell us a little bit about this business project that you've had to think up. We had to think up an idea. That for a business that will raise money for charities, the two charities are women's in need, are women in need, and cycle. We, 
The fundraising will take place in Piazza this Saturday. Make sure that you're there. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, good, good, good uh, call to action there. So you, you'll be at Piazza on Saturday raising money for women in need and for Cycle. Uh, that's excellent. Uh, and what can people expect? What will you be doing at Piazza? We'll be doing all sorts of different things. I know some people are making bracelets and my group are making lemonade and sponge throwing. So if you want to sponge anybody in the face... Make sure you're there. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I can think of a few people I'd like to sponge in the face, actually, just as a... Uh, <laughs> but sounds like good fun. And and, um, and my children love freshly made lemonade, so we're going to have to go down there. Um, Luna, tell us about some of your highlights. My highlights was... So in Wakana Lake, there's this massive, like, mud trail, and you have to do all these obstacles in the mud, and you get completely covered in mud and it's the funnest experience ever. <laughs> Sounds messy. Yeah. And um, I also really liked meeting everyone and what we're doing now. So, yeah. So, you've made friends this yeah, week? Was many it, friends. How long How long have you been doing it? Um, about a week and a half. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so, you, you, you've made friends, people who you didn't know before? Yeah. That's lovely. And um, and have you done stuff where you've had to work together and build like teamwork skills? So they put everyone in groups. So in the Wakana week, we had to we were split into four groups, and then you meet people that you don't know yet, and then you make friends with them. And then this week they've changed up the groups for the business. So so the business is this the 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 Dragon Den yes. pitch? Yes. yes. So what 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 was your Dragon Den pitch, Luna? Um. So we came up with making homemade iced tea. Uh, peach and lemon and we also came up with like accessories that you attach onto your phone that like you can they're like bracelets but you, you can hold your phone so if you drop it you've got it on your round your wrist ah, like uh, yeah 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 uh, that, that would probably be quite useful for me i have dropped my phone <laughs> twice today already actually <laughs> It's quite quite old, so and it's got it's got a good cover. It's got oh. one of those covers that means it doesn't break. But still, you know, I'm a bit yeah. worried about it. And um, we're also doing carnival games like a ring toss and a what's in the box. Oh, how fun! Yeah. So it's it's like one of those where you're you're hoping people can come down and yeah. have fun with you guys, but but also help you to raise money for two important um, yeah. causes. And all the groups have their own Instagram accounts, um, which are like the names of their groups, and then. Some of them have already got to, like, 60 followers already. Excellent. Well done, guys. And, and social media is an increasingly important way of communicating with others, no? Yeah. So, um, Matt, let's let's bring you in. Tell us a little yes. bit about how, wh what your thinking is on this um, sale day on Saturday. I think it's going to be very busy and quite fun because I've heard there's going to be two cruise ships. One which is... They're both arriving at 8 o'clock, I believe. One's the Arcadia, and they're going to make Main Street... A very busy place that day and so we're ho hoping for a lot of people and a lot of customers so if it's a hot day and there are many people they will there will be a lot of people who are after fresh lemonade and also peach and lemon tea iced yeah. tea yes. yum i wouldn't mind one of those now you didn't bring any along now did you no, no. <laughs> okay <laughs> um don't worry i've just been cheeky um okay so that's on saturday and you'll be there i suppose from uh, like mid 10 o'clock in the morning 10 to 2 we're just going to say we arrive at 9 o'clock, we start the sale at 10, and then at 2 o'clock we pack up and leave. Uh, by 2 o'clock it'll be too hot to carry on. Yes. And people would need to get down to the beach. Uh, so <laughs> 10 to 2 this Saturday you can support um, Luna, uh, well let's see, Matt, Dalium, Charlie and Luna, and the rest of the cycle teenagers uh, who are um, raising funds for... 
We'll say it again, Women in Need and the charity itself cycle. So uh, we look forward to that. But before I say goodbye, for now, can I ask you guys uh, to tell me, would you recommend cycle uh, to anyone who's listening? Absolutely. It's one of the best things I've done in my whole life. And I think it's changed me as a person and as a, as a kid in general. It's shown me things that I would never have discovered in my own. And it's shown me that vulnerability and stuff like that is not something to be ashamed of. That's that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Dalian. What about you, Matt? I would 100% recommend it. It's the fun, the friends you meet along the way. And even there, every single day, at the very end of the day, we do a feel-good space and we talk about emotions and feelings and what is right, how to f- be more confident within yourself. And I just really like just reflecting on myself and thinking, how can I improve as a person? And it really has helped me come a long way. Brilliant. And and in short, because we're almost out of time, uh, can I ask Charlie and Luna to to give us a a quick summary? You'd recommend Cycle? I most certainly would recommend Cycle, as it has definitely built my confidence in the last slightly over a week. And it's really helped me make more friends. Brilliant. I'm very glad to hear that, Charlie. And and Luna, you go last? And I 100% recommend Cycle, because it gives you opportunities that you never thought you would, like Wakana Lake and the business Dragon's Den. Well, we wish you the best of luck for Saturday, and thank you so much for joining us here in the Radio Gibraltar studios. Thank you. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar, Monday to Friday from 1 to 2 getting behind the headlines and you can catch up here whenever you like until next time have a good one gbc podcasts local voices on demand